trial run of Irene's Pride book. Oh, nice. I'm eating gummy worms. That sounds nice. I'm just sitting here. Barbecue. I'm just chilling. Barbecue so. sauce not on my titties. Oh, that's unfortunate. Barbecue sauce oh. should always be on your titties. That sounds sticky. It does sound sticky. It also sounds kind of gross and a waste of sauce. I like the way Depends you what your kinks are. Ooh. Kink shaming is my kink. Ah! Uh, Zachary and Trent went to the beach yesterday and got sunburned. I mean, Zach got sunburned. I Trent just got red. Fine. And tan. Randy and I went to the pool. And you guys went swimming. And we went to the pool and Randy died. I did die. Just slightly. My lungs still hurt. Child, you concerned me. Oh, not as much as the other one. Not as much as, yeah. It's just pleurisy. It's just pleurisy. In the order of how much I worry, it goes Irene, you, and then Zach. <laughs> I thank you. Maybe. <laughs> Irene Zachary than you. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guys' order? You are all Irene, equal. Trent, Brandy. <laughs> you are all equal. Irene worries about herself the most. <laughs> well, I worry about myself the least, and then I get yelled at. And um, you know so much, yeah, and you get things thrown at you. That's true. We didn't. I, I said that, and then made like look directly at a pair of scissors. We didn't do Ready. Quit looking at scissors. <laughs> but scissoring trends. I have a sticker from a comedian at college that has that sticker on my laptop. Anyway, <laughs> we were talking about today. We're going to be talking. Today we're going to be talking about pride again. But we're walking in a parade for the library, and so we wanted to talk about some literature pertaining yeah. some LGBTQ characters. So if you guys have anything in mind, please go to our Twitter at 2BGS1 and put your favorite type of book that you would like. Queer or not. Yeah, queer or not. We like to read. Sometimes. 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 Yes. But... Zachary just finished a queer book. I did. I did not it? like the ending of the queer book. Well, other than the ending, did you enjoy it? Yes, I thought it was very nice. Do um, you want to say what the book is? It was called What If It's Us. He borrowed it from me. I did. Irene bought it one day when we were at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> when actually Brandy and Trent were not here because they were they were in Iowa. Yeah, they went down for Easter. I had to get a new car. That's true, you did. Rip. Yeah, rip is about right for your poor little car. I just wanted to sell my parents. Uh, anyway, so it was a really cute book about a kid from Georgia who had just recently come out and, uh, He's doing an internship at his mom's law office in New York, and he's being an intern and just kind of running for coffee, giving files to people that are requesting them, and all that fun stuff. And so he's going to the post office. No, he run, he's going on a coffee run. Ends up at the post and office. And yeah, ends up at the post office because he sees a cute boy with a box. 
and right when he was about to start asking for his number, a marching band comes in for a flash mob wedding proposal to the bitchy lady behind the counter, and they get separated. And then um, there's a Craigslist misconnections ad plays. I hope you're really not cute. I hope you're not giving out spoilers. For no. The okay. Um, it's adorable. I love it. Um, they they do end up together. That's not a spoiler. Cause that's about the whole premise of the book, and it's about how they um, deal with knowing their relationship can only last a summer from. Uh, when his internship is over, he's going back home to Georgia. So it's it's very interesting. Um, I thought she just setting spray on Irene, so just so you know, don't don't breathe in. <laughs> just breathe in from a distance. Oh god. Quit dying. You <laughs> said you can't take take Yeah, you can breathe if you want. You said you can't take deep breaths. Don't do it for a joke. <laughs> I live for the humor. I die for the humor. You would. <laughs> you just die in general. Now, do I have <coughs> lip do you want to talk about your book that you want to discuss? Um, so, my book that, which I think I've ventured before, is The Mortal Instruments, which, at the beginning, technically, technically, none of the main characters. Are like the protagonists and the people you want to follow for at the beginning of the series are gay or queer, but they end up, the queer characters end up becoming essential uh, characters throughout the entirety of the series and the universe because this book series is crazy. But my particular favorite of the two are the ones you first find out, out about, which is Magnus Bane, who is a warlock, who is a bisexual warlock who is ridiculously old. And he's known Ridiculous he's been people. queer for God knows how long. Centuries. And he ends up falling in love with a guy who is part of something called the Shadowhunter community who was very closeted gay at the beginning of the series because the Shadowhunters are a very conservative, old-fashioned society and he has a fear that if he comes out, he will lose everything and everyone he loves, which is honestly fair and I really like this portrayal uh, because it shows him like it does do a very good job of showing him and his struggle and what it's like to be stuck in that society but it also shows someone who is out and is helping and it shows the pain that they're watching the someone they care about go through and how they can't do anything about it they can't, there's no magic fix. There's no like, woo, you're going to be out and everything's going to be perfectly okay. Um, That's LOL. That and doesn't so happen. I think it's a very realistic prospect, uh, like, way of showing, I can't speak English today, it's fine. Well, so you're English much good, like. <laughs> but I think it's a really good way of showing, like, the actual process. And it takes him, this is... There are 15 books within this universe, and there are more coming. And it takes him the first three books that were ever written in this universe to actually come to terms with it, which I really appreciate. And don't appreciate the fact that that was stomped on by the TV adaptation of it. And he, they were okie dokie, ready to go 
falling in love within like the first three episodes, and I'm like, this took three books, but whatever. I mean, television show you have to kind of do things quickly, and they can't really. Like we're gonna wrap it up in one episode. They just wanted no. They just wanted to do it because these characters are arguably the most popular characters in the series, and they wanted it for the views. They mm-hmm. they had time to make it correctly, and they just chose not to. not to. Um, because a lot of their character development and who they are, the people, are developed through this process, and they just were like, nope, it's fine. We're just gonna skip that and just... But as this author has written her series, she has added more and more LGBT characters, including doing things not just as far as gay relationships, but she delves into the topic of uh, transgender and how... It's seen within, like I said, this community is very, the Shadowhunter community is very old-fashioned. They do not believe in mundane mundane medicine, which is human medicine, because they are half-angel, long story, but which means they don't believe in, like, for transgenders and, like, hormone therapy and, like, top surgery and other, like, transitional uh, medical things that trans people go through, and one of the characters actually... You find out goes through all of this, and it's the, so that's from her point of view of deciding whether or not she is going to be her true self, or if she's going to live in a way that she can be with her family. She has to make that choice, and I think she does a very good job of going talking about her struggle through it because you meet her after she has transitioned and after she has fully gone through everything. Um, but it also delves into the aspect of uh, polyamory. There are characters who are in love, like it's a, it's a love triangle and it's a true love triangle because everyone loves each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, it's no, they're all sides are connected. And I think that she handles that very well and it's really, really cool. But yeah, it's my personal favorite series. So it is the, technically it's a bunch of series, but it's called The Shadowhunter World. It's by uh, Cassandra Clare. Um, if you're interested in reading it, leave a comment and I will give you the list on which order to read the books. Because there's a correct order, and that is the order I have to read these books. Because I got into it late. Your eyes look, um, like the eyebrow trend. Have you seen that? Like the rainbow brows? I have not seen the rainbow brows. Yeah, but they have a lot of controversy behind it anyway. Because uh, people not mentioning others, but um, uh, my book was Love Simon, and I'm speaking through a pillow, which I really shouldn't do. But also the book known as Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Um, I started reading it when the cast list came out, and Catherine Langford and. Um, Catherine Langford and the dude from Melissa and Joey and Jurassic World, Nick Robinson. That's what I knew. Okay. I I don't know. I just really liked how it's just a feel good, happy movie. There's not a reason behind like like he has a good family. There's nothing any reason for someone to think, oh, they're 
they're that way because they have a horrible family or like they have a horrible life mm-hmm. and like they just got mentally to that way and it's like no it's a preference and you can't change that um you love who you love and you don't so you don't but wow that was, <laughs> that was very eloquent there are still people you like and people you don't yeah but it's just like coming into terms of like you can't really like hide from who you you can't deny you can't deny who you are even if you would like to yeah um and sometimes you just gotta go through that breakthrough wall to figure out more of yourself also one thing i like about that is I don't like it, but I like it. Like, I hated the fact that someone outed him. Yeah. But, but I liked happened. the representation of that, like, how the whole series, like, I think it did a good job of that experience. Oh, uh, when I read that in the book, I, I like, cried mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. It was so painful to read uh-huh. that. So I don't want to say I liked the fact that someone outed him because I didn't. Like, I was watching that, and it made me incredibly angry. But I like that it was an aspect of the book. Is that technically a spoiler? Rip. Sorry, <laughs> spoiler alert! I'm terrible. There's more to the, the end. The movie and the book have been out for a very, very long time. We'll, we'll probably yeah. just put a disclaimer in the... Yeah, there's spoilers. The spoilers on everything. <laughs> and now you have this one halfway through. But, um... Yeah, I think that one's, like, that That book's really good to read if you just, like, want someone that's just trying to, like, figure it out in a high school setting on how the pressures of, like, try to, just trying to be yourself really comes into play. Mm-hmm. And then I also had another one to talk about really quick because they're not a main character or wasn't, like, a main prominent story. Uh... The prominent part of the story, um, technically, but it's called Winger, and it's just this dude that just keeps on getting into horrible situations, and it's just like fate, and it just keeps on going down a bad rabbit hole, and then, like, it starts getting better, and there's, like, a plot twist at the end, which I'm not gonna say anything. Everyone dies in Tired New Cast. Surprise! Game of Thrones, hi. Uh, <laughs> Anytime someone asks for spoilers, that is usually what I tell them. Everyone dies, entire new cast. Um, yeah. Um, but there was this one um, gay character, and like the main character didn't know how to go about with him because they're like, oh, you're. This was early. This was made earlier in the days. So they're like, oh, you're gay? How do I go about this? Like, he's like, I'm just a normal person. And he he's like the most chillest person in this whole book. He's like, wow, I actually like you. No homo, though. Like, no <laughs> it's homo. just like, you, you didn't have to say that, but okay. Like, you you, you can like me without it being romantic. Yeah, surprise. Um, obviously, no, you can't. I don't know what you're talking about, Randy. Exactly, no just thing. because you fall in love with every Randy you see. 
Oh yes, every man I see, it is exhausting. Surprise, you outed us. But I recommend watching Love, Simon, reading Simon Brinson's If You Agenda and Wingman. Okay, your turn. Uh, so my book is Carry On. I'm currently reading it. Uh, it's by Rainbow Rowell. And you've heard me talk about this author before because she wrote my other favorite uh, book, Fangirl. And Carry On's actually the fan fiction that the fangirl is writing in Fangirl. And it's not... So it's this weird setup that you... Uh, but it's kind of not Harry Potter, but Harry Potter, but gay. Not Harry Potter, but Harry Potter. It's basically not Harry Potter to avoid copyright, copyright infringement, but it's supposed to give you roughly the same vibe as Harry Potter. So when Fangirl came out, they asked her if like, Kath was writing fan fiction for Harry Potter, and she said, no, but the series that Kath is writing for is her universe's version of Harry Potter. So. That. Kind of like, you know, when you're in a Nickelodeon movie uh, TV show, instead of having Apple products, you have pear products. Yeah. That kind of okay. thing. Um, and it starts out with them being roommates. And they were roommates. roommates. They were roommates, and they were kind of not Friends. I think Simon's opinion, they were nemesises. Nemesis. So it's Brandy and I. And, and then Sundays happened. <laughs> and Baz is like, I like this idiot. God damn it. Basically. And it goes about them finding each other, finding out that si- and Simon finding out that he can rely on Baz. And she has the sequel to it called Car- nope, called Wayward Son. Wrong one. Take two. Take two. Uh, the first one's Carry On, the second one's Wayward Son, and it's from Baz's perspective, and it is, I believe, a true sequel, and it comes out in September, so I really need to get on finishing this book. The only reason this book's not finished is because Shadowhunters decided to explode, and I had to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> But I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna change up my reading order this summer as I'm gonna finish Queen of Air and Darkness and then I'm gonna read this because the second one is coming out so soon. Read Carry On. I'm gonna finish Carry On. I've started. I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a good way. But you pointed yeah. to the book, so it's just yeah. I'm gonna clarifying finish. to the people that cannot see visual cues. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna finish Carry On and then I'm gonna finish the other two books Cassandra Clare's just thrown into the universe yeah, probably well I Something mean by the time that happens she might have the second book out of the one of those Red Scrolls yeah she started uh, two new series in this universe one that's specifically about the gay characters I was talking about Alec and Magnus and by gay characters I mean queer because Magnus isn't gay he's bi and beautiful he's a free willing bisexual to quote We're Magnus himself erasing him <laughs> uh, um, from the bisexual <laughs> To the bisexual. Uh, and so that is them traveling together. The premise of that is Magnus, when like hundreds of years ago, uh, started a cult as a joke. And now this cult has apparently continued to exist and they're unleashing their... I don't know if it's accidentally or purposefully unleashing demons across Europe. 
God. And so Magnus. Why does Bane. this sound like something you would do? Because it's the bi agenda to just be a disaster. <laughs> um, you're not a hot mess. You're a spicy disaster. <laughs> um. Oh, speaking of bi disasters, Simon in Carry On is bi, but Baz is gay. I lost my thought. Never mind. <laughs> but speaking of Irene's book, um, like what she was talking about is this is technically based off of fan fiction in a character from another book she's reading, and that's actually a lot of where characters become queer. And I think where a lot of people end up getting their representation of because they can't find it in main yep. media. Mm-hmm. Yes, make your own. Mm-hmm. Because that is one thing is, I can argue, I almost can argue it's probably easier to find queer fan fiction than it is to find straight Sweet. fan fiction. Oh, it is. Both is easy to find. Trust me. Oh, my high school friends answered a question that none of us had, but I feel the need to put it out there. There is queer fan fiction for the Bible on oh, I AO3. Knew that. I heard that. Um, interesting. On I don't know if I want those characters. AO3 is called Archive of Our Own. And it's a fan fiction site. It's what I get all my fan fiction from. All your sweaty fan fiction. Bible characters are getting. Judas is a power bottom for Jesus. No, it's the other way around. Oh, sorry, Jesus. Power bottom for Judas. But he always tops for Peter. And it is. They're like, there's, you heard there's, it here first, folks. There is Judas and Jesus fan uh, fiction. There's, some, <laughs> there's a few others. I don't know. My high school friends looked this up, and I could find the pictures that they sent me because I just screenshotted and I'm sent. No. I'm guessing Judas and Jesus, Peter and Paul. I don't remember. Probably. Um, there's probably there's a lot. There's probably a, 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 a disciple orgy at some point, let's be honest. With it, that, we're going to take... The Last Supper. <laughs> with that, we're going to take a break and then come back. Body and blood. Oh! <laughs> You know, teach their own. 
I want background Hufflepuffs, honestly. Background Hufflepuffs? But just about everything I'm into, I have read probably gay fanfiction or queer fanfiction. What about. are background Same. Hufflepuffs? Uh, yeah, Hufflepuffs that are just like chilling in the background while shit's going down. Because you, the only... The only <laughs> you thing... only get things from Harry's perspective, okay? He's an unreliable Harry. That's Ravenclaws. Ravenclaws are the assholes judging from the back being yeah, like, the are like, they could do that hey, better. Harry, maybe, but we're just Harry, maybe we don't jump off the... Okay. Hi. <laughs> or the Ravenclaws like, do it. Learn your lesson. <laughs> Just shaking their head and walking away. But because yeah, because hair is unreliable at best for most things. Why do you think he had Hermione? Hermione, Hermione is the real MVP. Just of- a reminder that Hermione calls Harry a Potter a great wizard in the first movie, and he does not cast one spell throughout the entirety of that movie. Yep. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked on Again. our queer agenda. Fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Dumbledore. I've also only read queer fan fiction, and I'm I'm straight. I have read some straight fan fiction, because there have been characters who I like, who are kind of being shipped together that are straight, and so I've read those. But yeah, it's mostly because most the majority of the time, if you want a straight characters together, they usually canonically get together. And even if they don't like. I come at it from the, a lot of the straight ships I had. I had as a like a child, and a lot of things that I liked when I was that sweet, innocent, small thing. I don't want to read fan fiction of for some reason. It's like I know it exists because like Stargate. You two with the freaking soccer ball. <laughs> we both played soccer for a while. Um, like Stargate, I know has fan fiction for. I just refuse to read. I haven't read fan fiction. I haven't either. Um, you couldn't really easily access. I guess it really wasn't that hard to find queer books, but. You always have that phase where you're afraid your parents are going to find your queer books. Uh-huh. And I got into queer reading with manga specifically, and specifically yaoi's. And yaoi's, while, like, yay, they're gay, it's fun, it's great, have a lot of problematic tropes. Yeah. That you don't want your parents to see. I first bought, I bought my first yaoi in college, and even that I shoved in a drawer in my room and pretended I didn't own. Um, so the, the first yaoi I actually bought was explicit, like it was in, I don't know how we bought it, because I'm pretty sure it's an R18 book, but we bought it from Barnes & Noble. Which um, it, It's not one that I've introduced you to. But we bought actually two of them, and I bought them with my girlfriend at the time. So we bought explicit, basically manga pornography as a couple. And in case you don't know, if it's R18, it's wrapped in plastic. And you go up there and they check your ID. They did not check our IDs because I'm pretty sure we were 17 at the time. Well, when I, the 23-year-old adult, went to go buy... One of them, they checked my ID. Oh, I know. Uh, didn't they check your ID with... Uh, Saskatchi. Yeah. Yeah. Saskatchi Hatsukoi. Which is a manga and an anime that has examples of the problematic tropes. 
Yeah. But it's also done, done so, so well. But you're and sitting the there and you're so like, beautiful. this is wrong, but... but... See, what I hate are the characters that are just the sassy gay friend. They're there for comedic relief only, and that's it. It drives me crazy. Um, that's why I liked in Love, Simon, they brought both of that, that trope in. Like, as like a, this isn't... How mm-hmm. this goes, like... On a, one of my favorite, um, actual, like, technically coming out things is... I can't remember what... I think it was Failure to Launch? Yeah. No. It was something, but you find out someone had a, a friend, a guy friend throughout this entire... It was a rom-com movie. I can't remember what it was. It was not Failure to Launch, though. But at one point, he asks, because she's going somewhere, and she invites him somewhere, and he goes, can I bring a date? And he shows up with a man, and it's never addressed. It's just the most casual, like, he's just, because he was a background character, and I just love that no one, like, they didn't make a big deal of it. He just showed up with a man, and everyone's like, oh, that's his date. Like, um, have you seen Mamma Mia, t- this, not Mamma Mia, the um, uh, Big Five Greek Wedding, too? Yes. One? They do that with one of her cousins, mm-hmm. and like he like wasn't telling anyone, and his mom had to be like, "Hey, we know and we love you. Please bring him as your date." Like, yeah, because he he was it wasn't he like the really macho character too like yeah, and by the macho character I'm using air quotes where he thought he was the macho character and like he was the only one of that age group that hadn't married yet, hadn't settled down. And Which, you know, they played into the Greek stereotypes with, by that age, you should be having, you should be popping out the babies. But, yeah, so. That's it with and, the Greeks and the Irish Catholics are just popping out. Because, you know, you know, strict religions. Orthodox Greeks, Irish Catholics, guilt and babies. I, <laughs> I haven't been on a date yet, and my parents are like, so this person... Who's two years older than he was married with a kid. And I'm like, great, I have two more years. Maybe you should think about freezing your eggs. Oh my god. <laughs> her parents My have mother her... said that to, to a, a doctor. doctor when I was in college going in for a yearly exam just to make sure I wasn't... Wasn't that da- freshman year? Yeah. So you were 18. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to freeze your eggs? No. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with freezing the eggs. It just, I know. No one thinks that about it's that. Fine. When you're <laughs> That's like when you're. I'm like, I got time here. I just find that hilarious. She was. She's just concerned. I'm gonna have infertility problems like she did. Yeah. And that's how she's gonna show her concern. Yeah, I understand that. Life. I love her. Mm-hmm. Your father has literally called you a fertile myrtle to my face. I know. I love my parents. <laughs> I love them so much. Let's see if they we get really distracted ourselves. I didn't download. We were talking that about Judas. Uh, I did not download. Jesus bottoming from Judas. And now we're talking about Irene's fertility. Let's <laughs> let's see what's the next topic. This is how off topic. I, I think. In all fairness, we covered Dumbledore. all the topics. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. We have Dumbledore. I kept on. You guys mentioned Harry Potter yet? You didn't mention the one <laughs> thing that okay, we are actually going so, to talk. We have a list of topics we were supposed to say. On. We did a really good job, as you can tell. And you guys were like, we should stay on topic. So I went, Dumbledore. I know. <laughs> and then you guys went off. We ignored it. I no one wants you. to. 
do and it. And I meant to segue to Dumbledore, and then we didn't. But, uh, so as many of you probably know, Dumbledore is canonically gay now. He's a big old That's what J.K. Rowling said. Mm-hmm. He is canonically and dated. He's Jude Law now in the Crimes Against Grindelwald, and I'm yeah. not mad about that. <laughs> I'm I'm really digging the Dumbledore in the three piece. Yeah, me yeah. Too. Like, ooh, that can say a thing. I, I'm happy. I do want more of like their relationship, more backstory on that. Yeah, they but need wasn't a, it a really but, abusive, bad relationship? I don't, I don't know. I don't think it started out as one. I think it started out as a good, and then Grindelwald went insane. Yeah. But again, we don't know. Who's but to like, say? But, like, I want to see that relationship dynamic for, the, like, because it's it's kind of at the point where it's, like, tiptoeing it mm-hmm. so that people that are, like, not for it are, like, oh, they're just friends, just really, really close Bros. friends. But, like, the people that know this fact, and, like, she's stated it before many a times. In multiple ways. Yeah. Like, being like, okay, can you show more of the representation instead of just tiptoeing it? Like, we, like, we know, like. And that leads into an excellent question a lot of people have talked about is whether or not she knew Dumbledore was gay from the beginning. And was just, didn't put it in because she was afraid of backlash. Because she had the whole issue of she changed who the main character was so that she could get male audience members. Mm -hmm. Well, she was the main character. She she at least knew in the middle of the film. I would have read the crap out of that. Okay, you're not a little straight boy. I'm very much neither little nor straight. Mm -hmm. Um, And is it that, or is it something she did to... Pagan people out of the back. Yeah. Is a lot of argument people have. And so is she just continuing to toe around it because she's trying to figure out how much she can push with this representation before she loses viewers? Or does she not actually want to have it, but she just wants to have the money, so she's, oh, what's that called? Queer baiting. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it all goes down to money. Mm -hmm. And people that are not going to agree with it, and like in other countries as well because it's like yeah all the other countries as well that are supported it they have to keep that in mind as well and they can't like show certain aspects of the film because of that i remember growing up because to bring in something else canonically in japan i think it's sailor neptune and sailor uranus were a lesbian lover couple and then when the show came to the u.s they made them cousins to be like, yeah, they're all like hugging and always together because they love each other because they're cousins, and not because they're a couple. Because incest is m- more acceptable than, 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 than queer. It's fine, you know, like what he does. And even like in the manga, they like changed the wording when it was first brought over, and now they've they've changed it back. Be like, oh, this this is okay now. No, okay. remember when we said they were cousins? We lied to you. <laughs> you. You you know when you believed us when you were like six years old that they were Sorry, cousins? translation error. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just hope that they kind of can just like 
say fuck or fudge it and continue going on mm-hmm. with it. Well, and I mean, I can definitely see Crimes Against Grindelwald being as her testing waters and potentially, and by her, I mean, Because you also have to remember, J.K. Rowling, while she does have a heavy hand in everything Harry Potter related, she does not have total control over it. Well, I know during the filming of Harry Potter, they were going to have Dumbledore have a relationship, and that's when she had to tell him, like, she, like, wrote a note and passed it to them, being like, he's gay. (laughs) Like, I, like, I personally say, I should be saying that, like, people, like, when I'm, like, talking about whether or not she's doing this for the money, or she's not doing it because of money, like, I'm under the firm, I, I believe that Dumbledore was conceptualized gay. Like, Mm -hmm. I believe that, like, she, he was always a gay character, and that's why she didn't give him a love interest, she didn't, like, yeah. I just think she didn't mention it because, Mm -hmm. Of that and then once it because there's, there's a lot of characters who there's like because I know for me I create characters a lot most people don't read them but there's a lot of things like I created about characters and universes that I know would never come to pass in the, like if I were to write a book in the main book just because it's not essential to the plot line and you can yeah. only make books so long like oh Harry's trying to avoid Voldemort oh by the way Dumbledore's okay <laughs> it's like Woo. that whole like fan fiction world. Um, I, I think it was a post on Tumblr I saw that like there was there could be so many like um, all of those two that also shared the room with Harry and Ron. Uh, Seamus Thomas. Seamus that, that they could have been dating and you will never know because. Harry doesn't notice shit. Seamus and Dean Tom, Seamus Finnegan and Dean Thomas are also very much shipped together. Harry only worries about himself because, because he's on the verge of death at all. They're showing yes. the movies together a lot, and I believe they're in the books, books a lot. They're always I together the books in a really long time. So I don't quote me on that because uh, I don't think I've read a Harry Potter book since the seventh came out, and I refuse to ever reread the seventh. Also, I've never technically read the first three books. I had them read to me when I was a small child. I'm technically on Goblet of Fire. And, like, and that I didn't read Harry Potter until college. I didn't have to read it until I was taking literature for young adults. And, that, and the third Harry Potter book was on the reading list. And I'm like, I've never read Harry Potter. I've never seen these movies. I, I don't. I'm just going to quickly read the first two books. And then the semester got ahead of me, and I couldn't read the third one, so I was trying to listen to an audiobook, and Brandy came in and was mad. <laughs> and it was not the official audiobook. It was a different one. And they made Quidditch boring. And I fell asleep during the Quidditch match. <laughs> they made... The person was deadpan. They, like, literally had the same tongue. It was like, and Harry walked down the hallway, and he saw Hermione, and he said hi. Those I'm are- on my way to Quidditch. Those were all the audiobooks in my, like, elementary, like, junior mm-hmm. high, because they would just, like, play the tapes and, like, go away for a bit. Like, I will, yeah. <laughs> so I read to Irene because I'm like, no, 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 give me your book. Where are you at? <laughs> like, I may not be an official, like, voice recording person, but I can make it interesting at least. And so, and then I was going to read Goblet of Fire after the fact, and then... I got distracted by Shadow Hunters getting more books. Yeah. Oh, um, it's not technically a book. It is a comic, 
but the Trillion Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, it does not really dive into like all the other characters and that stuff that's in the Netflix film. Uh, because, yeah. Um, but one of the characters is a transgender character. Oh, and cool. you just like see her throughout the two seasons currently change um, into her, their new name, Dio. But like just seeing the process from that understanding that like, be like, no, they can do this. He can do this. Like, they have much as right as anyone else. They're going through that process to change and all that stuff. And da, 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 da. Yeah. He did technically skip a talking point as well. What? I mean, it's aura. not an aura. Oh. Or dirt. It's not an aura. Aura. Our talking points are auras now. Cora. Uh, I have a lovely aura. Thanks, uh, Aura. <laughs> yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender, Korra, mm-hmm. and her and Asami's wonderful relationships that are being explored in the books. I'm mad that it's not We can't TV talk series. too much about this because I do not want spoilers because we just started Korra. Yeah, we have, we are, I think we're about halfway through the first, no, we're not even halfway through the first We haven't book. met Asami yet. No. We haven't met Asami. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the problematic love triangle trope. Yeah. I'm- I mean, Have I ever mentioned I hate love triangles? I know, sweetheart. I know. I, and they're in everything. Everything. I'm yeah. mad that the one bisexual character did not explore, like, they did not use the other side of the spectrum until the books. <laughs> I, well, and I, well, I also don't love the fact that most people just assume Korra is a lesbian. You know, oh, because yep. she ends up with Asami, and I'm like... Are you just sure the entire time that this We are literally the third letter in LGBT. There's Q. a B in there. It doesn't stand for badass. Well, it kind of well, does. <laughs> but it also stands for pie. Sorry, quote Grey's Anatomy there. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah, because we talked about this when I heard others t- mm-hmm. like just saying that, oh, the lesbian avatar. And it was like, Excuse me, this is all wrong. Well, excuse me. First of all, if we're gonna have a lesbian avatar, it is Kiyoshi. Have you <laughs> met her? <laughs> Second yeah, of all, yeah, would have been with it. Second of all, Cora is bi, and it just because I was. And third of all, most of the men, except for the one that actually was that had the red panda as a side character. That. Yeah. That one. Yeah. He was actually sweet. The other guy character was an asshat. He was my Brother favorite. Because he was an asshat. Because I love Zuko. Moody shits. Yeah, but he was just a dick in relationships. Like. I don't know. Everyone's, I really... everyone's like, well, as- the, and the other side of the coin is people, sometimes I've heard them say, Asami's lesbian. She's not. She also canonically dated Mako. I mean, Whatever. didn't we all canonically date Mako? We all canonically dated Mako. <laughs> <laughs> so either, either these characters are bisexual, or Mako is so shitty he's just turning everyone gay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> it doesn't take an intellectual to, to get know that I'm bisexual. Any other things you want to say before? No, I just need to get that off my chest. chest. 
the podcast comes so, to a close. Basically, I guess what we're getting at here is read books. Read books, read books. or, or not. Oh, read queer books. Read queer books or, or not. not. Your, Your choice. choice. There's also audiobooks. True. Your choice. Your, Your choice. choice as well. Okay. Well, that was an interesting podcast. If you would like to hear more of our stories, please um, push any of the button that makes you see more. <laughs> if you would like to talk to us and just ask some questions and know more things, that more topics that you would like to hear, we have a Gmail and we also have a Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at the number two BGS1. Again, 2BGS1, number two, number one. I know, weird. And then our Gmail is the number two, bygaystraight at gmail.com. It's all spelled out. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Thank you. Bye.